Hey everyone, Anthony from Easier here. I'm super excited that you're taking the time to listen to one of my first episodes. As with any new project, there's always a bit of a learning curve involved. For me, that curve was figuring out how to make my audio sound awesome. Don't get me wrong, you can definitely hear everything in this episode, and the content is great. I just wanted you to know that it took me a few episodes, until episode 7, to get it sounding just right. Just like this. All right. That's enough disclaimer. Let's get to the show. You're listening to Easier, a podcast all about making your life easier. This is episode number four. I'm Anthony Wagner, and my passion is all about finding the best, simplest, and yes, easiest ways of getting things done. Each week, I'll bring you my favorite tips, tricks, and hacks for living a simpler life. This week, it's all about the best free apps for your mobile device. We'll talk about Credit Karma, a credit monitoring app, about Acorns, a simple investment app, about Scribble, an Android-only app, which helps keep your screen from locking at inconvenient times, and about LastPass, an awesome app for managing all of your passwords. And the best part... All of these apps are free, with one tiny exception. Okay, let's get started today. And the first thing I wanted to let you know about is that all of this content, all these apps that I'm going to talk about are available at easiercast.com slash four. So you don't have to worry about remembering everything as we talk about it. Just head over to easiercast.com slash four and you'll find everything in the show notes. The first app that we're going to talk about is called Credit Karma, and this is a wonderful free app which allows you to track your credit score pretty much in real time. It updates once every few days, and it gives you both the TransUnion and Equifax scores. There is another one. There's an experience score that's out there, and I'm not really sure if there's a benefit to giving you one or the other or all three, but I know that it gives you those two. And as I said, it refreshes once every couple days and it gives you details about your open accounts and how much credit you've used versus how much you have available and your payment history. And it's just an all around really simple, useful app. Something that it actually caught for me was that Chase closed a credit card that I had opened that I never used. Chase closed it and really didn't tell me at all. I checked my email. There was no email from Chase that said that they closed this card. I checked in my bank account and the same thing. And I really don't know why they just closed it. I'm assuming that it's because I really never used the card. I went a long time without touching it. So inactivity was probably the reason. But Chase closed it and didn't say a word. The only reason I found out was because I checked Credit Karma pretty frequently and it said, hey, this card was closed. I'm glad I didn't actually go anywhere and try to use that card because if I needed it, it wouldn't have been there. So thanks to Credit Karma for that. Another thing that it does is it tracks all of your open credit accounts, which is great. It tracks, like I said, credit cards. It can track car payments. It can track even student loans. And so that's always something I enjoy is popping in on Credit Karma and seeing my $63,000 balance. Thank you, federal government and college for that wonderful debt. Anyway, so this is a wonderful app. If you've never heard of it, you've never used it, it's totally free. They support themselves. I think there are a lot of sponsored offers within the app, but you certainly don't have to use any of them. I think that's probably what they do to keep it running. 
but all the features are there and they're totally free. So absolutely jump into either the Play Store or the App Store and check it out. Up next is Acorns, and this is another finance app. And no, they're not all going to be finance apps in this episode, but I there's a couple that I love. And this one allows you to invest spare change, and it's basically a set it and forget it kind of app, which is great. I'll explain in just a second. But first, I have a quick disclaimer. I just want to say that I'm not a financial expert, and by no means am I giving financial advice I use this app and I love what it does for me. It's actually made me some money and it's very simple, but I have to say just for the sake of having said it, that any decisions that you make about what to do with your money and your finances are solely your responsibility. So I'm hoping not to get any irate emails because somebody invests a little bit in this app and they lose that money. I will say that I haven't lost anything over time. I've actually made money in addition to my savings because the stock market has gone up but there's always a risk. Having said all that, let me tell you about this wonderful app. Basically what it does is it looks at your credit cards and bank accounts and it determines what purchases you've made and it invests what are known as roundups. So if you go to the store and you buy, I don't know, a bottle of Gatorade for a buck 85 or whatever it costs, it sees that you've spent a dollar 85 and then it says, okay, we're going to invest the 15 cent difference between the dollar 85 and the next dollar up. And it puts all that together and invests about $5 at a time. And you can actually customize your portfolio a little bit. You can choose between a more aggressive portfolio, a more moderate one, or a more conservative one. And it invests either more heavily in bonds if you go more conservative and more heavily in stocks if you go more aggressive. I have mine set right in the middle at moderate and it just goes. You don't have to do anything. It's great. I don't think about it. Every so often as I'm doing my budget, I jump in and see that there are a couple of Acorns transactions and they're usually, you know, five fifty, six dollars something like that. And it just comes out automatically. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to do anything with it. And it makes it so easy. The money just invests. And over time, I mean, I think I've had it for a year and a half, two years. And I've invested, I think, almost 1200 bucks just from spare change, right? Just from pocket change. Set it and forget it. Don't have to do anything. You let it go. You can also set recurring investments. So you can say, in addition to the roundups, I want to do $5 a month or whatever you want it to be. And it just comes out. So... I love being able to track the performance over time and see how my money is doing. And I kind of compare it against how the stock market is doing just to get a general feel. And, you know, I have gone up and down. There have been little teeny spikes and, and drops. But overall, I have definitely made more money than I have put into it. And that is to say, this app isn't technically free. It pulls out, I think, a dollar a month to pay for itself. But like I said, I make more money than that just letting my money sit in these investments. So I would definitely count that as free if you get more out of it than you put in. So I would highly recommend that you take a look at this app and consider if you'd like to put your money in it. One other thing I can say, I'm pretty sure that there is no penalty for withdrawing your money from it. You may want to double check that, but that's what my understanding is from a long time ago. I really haven't withdrawn any money from it. So I'm not 100% sure, but even still, it's definitely worth 
taking a look at and investing in if you're in a position to do so. So check out Acorns, also available in both the Play Store and App Store. Third up is an app that is called Scribble, and that's spelled S-C-R-E-E-B-L. And this is an Android-only app. And I know that I probably have a lot of iPhone users that listen to this podcast. And so I love you dearly. But what I found is that everywhere I go, all kinds of lists, like you go on BuzzFeed and look at these app lists, half of them are Apple or iPhone only apps. And that drives me crazy as an Android user because there are lots of us too. So I figured let's even the score just a little bit and feature an Android only app. I will also say just so that there's no one here thinking that I'm an Apple hater. I've had Apple products. I like them. I work with them. I just tend to prefer Android. Nothing wrong with them. I just wanted to give a little shout out to the Android users here and talk about this app. So Scribble is an app that basically does two things and that's it, but it does them quite well. What it allows you to do is it allows you to keep your screen, your phone screen unlocked as you're using your phone. So how does that work? Well, think about you're sitting somewhere and you're browsing a long article, right? And you're scrolling through it and you're trying to read the article and every 10 or 15 seconds, your screen dims and gets ready to turn off, which is super frustrating. This app, takes care of that exact problem. What it does is it detects whether your phone is upright, meaning not laying on a flat surface, or is basically being held anywhere other than laying flat on a table. And it says, okay, if I'm not laying flat on a table, bypass that countdown timer that's default setting in your phone that says after 15 seconds of inactivity, dim the screen and then turn it off. It disables that while this phone is held upright. So that saves you from that problem. As long as your phone is not laying flat on a table, it will not lock, which is excellent. I love that feature. But then they thought ahead and said, some folks may lay their phone flat on a table and keep looking at it. I do that all the time. If I'm sitting at a restaurant, a lot of times I'll go out and grab lunch from work on my own and I'll sit at a table and I'll scroll through my phone as I'm doing it. And if I'm reading something, that same problem happens. It's laying flat. Well, Scribble has a screen lock feature built in that you pull down your notification bar and you can tap to turn off that setting that automatically dims your screen and then locks it. You can keep your phone turned on for a set amount of time. And I think it's got a a 10 minute, a 20 minute and a 30 minute setting there. So that solves both of those problems. It's very simple. It is free. There is a pro version, but you definitely don't need it. It does both of those things on the free version. And frankly, I don't know what the pro version even does. So if you do know, if you do use this app, or if you use an Android phone or an iPhone and know of a way of doing this or doing it better, please let me know. You can email me at podcast at easiercast.com or by going to easiercast.com slash four and leaving a comment at the bottom of the page. Last up, let's talk about a really well-done password manager app. Now, I know there are lots of ways of managing passwords. Most browsers have a password manager in that pops up and asks, hey, do you want to save this password after you've entered it? And there is a very specific reason why I use this app, which is called LastPass, to manage my passwords instead of that. 
And maybe I need to be educated because maybe since I started using it, there's been a better way that's come out, but this is the way that I use. And I will note a quick disclaimer here. The special feature that I use this for, you actually do have to pay for the app. LastPass is free and you can use it except for this special little feature, which we'll get to. And it's enough of a benefit to me that I actually continue to pay for it on an annual basis. So let's talk about what that looks like. The reason LastPass is special is because it actually allows you to fill in fields on your mobile devices. So the place that I hate entering passwords the most is on my phone, especially if I can't remember it. I'm typing a zillion different passwords and you're having to flip back and forth through your keyboards to try and get special symbols and letters and numbers. Really frustrating. So this app allows you to actually fill in automatically password fields in apps not just in your browser. So I know Chrome and probably Safari and Firefox can all sync your passwords across devices and they will fill there. But if you open up Starbucks or any number of other apps, your bank and things like that, this app can actually autofill those passwords as well. And I know that a lot of them are moving toward fingerprint, but generally in order to get the fingerprint to work, you have to first enter the credential to log in. So like if you're using your bank account, you have to log in first and then enable the fingerprint. And a lot of time, I don't remember that username or password in the first place. So having it there is really helpful. So just being able to autofill those mobile app fields is the reason that I pay for this app. And you can definitely use LastPass and it syncs across all kinds of devices and everything like that. But in terms of the mobile field autofill, totally worth it. I'm not sure exactly what it costs. I want to say it's like 20 bucks a year to use it. And to me, that's totally worth it. So if you happen to know, again, a better way of doing this, I would love to know what that is. You can email me, like I said before, or leave a comment. And I'd love to learn what you do in this case. The last thing I wanted to talk about is ask for a little bit of audience participation. And all I really want to know this time are what are your favorite apps, especially apps that are free. And I am perfectly okay with Apple or iOS, iPhone only apps. If you've got them, any kind of app that you love, I'd love to hear what they are. So again, email is podcast at easiercast.com or you can leave a comment at easiercast.com slash four. That's it for episode number four of Easier. Remember to try any of these apps right now. You can monitor your credit score with Credit Karma, start investing a little bit of money with Acorns, Keep your phone unlocked at convenient times with Scribble and manage your passwords and fill them on mobile with LastPass. If you do any of this or you'd like to join in the audience participation and tell me what are your favorite apps, you can, for a final time, email me at podcast at easiercast.com or leave a comment at easiercast.com slash four. And I might just feature what you send in in an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening. Until next week, here's to an easier life. Bye for now.